Hola, que esto se fratica, esto ya que era bondas, que frutos, que era astes. Yo pratico esto, que era casón de que era astes. Marato seis agabonda, lero sombra de escuchan de que prasque su faare, zengrosón sate que bonda. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love, thank you for your kindness, thank you for your power. Thank you for your ability, for your wisdom, for your life and your nature that you've put in, our, in us. Father, we thank you for you've made us more than conquerors in this life. You've made us winners everywhere we go. You've made us winners in everything we do. And Father, we thank you for the grace that's been released on us as we go on with this meeting. As this program is going on today, Father, we thank you for a new increase of your wisdom, of your knowledge, of your ability, Lord. And Father, we thank you for the hearts of the hearers are open. We open to hear and to receive your word. We receive it gladly in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we are talking about the power of tongues today. And this is a book by the man of God, Pastor Chris. So we are, and it has made so much impact in my life. Just thinking about it. So the reason why we're here even is because of the investment in praying in the Holy Ghost, in praying in the Holy Ghost, in praying in the Holy Ghost. It's, it's, it's just so important. It's just so important. So we have to invest our time, to invest our knowledge, our, our resources in what God wants us to do. And now as we, as we go through this book, the knowledge, the ability, the zeal to do what God wants us to do is released in our lives in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So the chapter one talks about the language of the recreated man. So man is a spirit, but he has a soul and lives in a body. First Thessalonians chapter five and verse 23 says, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So the human body is actually man's domicile, his dwelling place. So when a person is born again, his spirit is recreated. This is so important. This is so important. Um, back to what we just read now. It says, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So the human body is actually man's domicile, his dwelling place. So when a person is born again, his spirit is recreated. And that's why the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, a new type of being that never existed before. So it doesn't matter what you did before you were born again, or even one hour before now. Because as long as you are in Christ, you are a new creature, and all things are passed away. All things are passed away. Hallelujah. And God, by the Holy Spirit, then gives that recreated human spirit a new language. And that language is what the scriptures refer to as tongues of angels in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1. After his resurrection, he gave his disciples around creatures by which they could easily be identified. He listed to them the many things they would be known for things that we'll be able to do in his name. And we're going to read that in Mark chapter 16 from verse 17 to 18, which says, These signs shall follow them that believe. 
in my name shall they cast out devils. So one of the signs that you believe in Jesus, you cast out devils. And that the authority has been given you in the name of Jesus. And the second one is they shall speak with new tongues. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So when Jesus said, these signs shall follow them that believe, he wasn't making a promise. Many people misinterpret this passage of scripture as a promise. Jesus made to the believer that these signs will follow him, but it wasn't a promise. You have to understand that at this point in time, Jesus was talking to his disciples about the forthcoming generation of the church. A special breed called the chosen generation, a royal priesthood a holy nation and a peculiar people. So it was to them he was referring when he said, these signs shall follow them that believe. So if you have believed in the name of the Lord Jesus and have been born again, then you are the one he was talking about in Mark chapter 16 from verse 17 to 18. You are to be identified by these signs. You are to be identified by these signs. A new breed of people. So during the years, Jesus walked the face of the earth. The Holy Spirit hadn't yet come to dwell on earth. He came to earth after Jesus was taken up into heaven following his resurrection. In John chapter 14 and 16, Jesus promised his disciples that he would ask the Father and he would give them another comforter, the Holy Spirit, who would abide with them forever. And we see that in Acts chapter 2 from verse 1 to 4, we see, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they, 120 disciples of Christ, were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. It filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as a spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. So as you speak in tongues, you understand that is a whole that is giving you utterance is one of the signs that you believe in the name of the Son of God. Hallelujah. So this was when the Holy Spirit came to the earth and those 120 disciples were the first Christians to receive him and have tongues of fire. So the Bible records that they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So ever since that day when he came into the earth with a sound as of a rushing mighty wind, the Holy Spirit has never left the earth. From that day, he has been filling every believer in Christ Jesus who receives him and has been empowering us to do the works of Christ. He's in charge of God's children on earth. He's a boss of the church. Hallelujah. He's the one leading us now. He's the one who's brought us here, brought all of us together into this meeting. And this shows how much he trusts us, how much he believes in us, and how far he's willing to take us because he brought us here for a reason, to give us the keys to win in life. Pastor Chris has always said, you need to speak in tongues. You need to speak in tongues. You need to speak in tongues in your life. I believe everywhere I've gone, every place I've been to, going to preach in Tanzania, going to preach in Kisumu, organizing programs in Nairobi, and so many other places that I've been able to do is been by this thing, 
this thing, speaking in tongues, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost is, is just so important. And you have to do it a lot again and again and again and again. Hallelujah. So ever since that day, we understand that he's the boss of the church. So he's the one who leaves the Holy Spirit. So if you are if you are born again, but you haven't been filled with the Holy Ghost, the Lord wants you to receive him today. Your salvation is the only qualification you require to receive the Holy Spirit. Now you can simply ask by faith and receive him into your spirit. So say these words out in faith, expecting to receive. So this is if you'd like to speak in tongues, if you'd like to receive the Holy Ghost through the evidence of speaking in tongues. So kindly say this prayer out with me. Um, say, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. As your child, I now receive him by faith to come and dwell in my heart. I receive him into my soul and my body. I receive him into every fiber of my being. I am now filled with the Holy Spirit. And according to your word in Acts chapter 2 verse 4, I speak with other tongues as he gives me utterance in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So you have received the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Now, Open your mouth by faith and begin to utter those words of the Spirit that are coming from your innermost being. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So let's spend some few minutes to speak in tongues. Thanking God for those who've received the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you for your spirit, Lord. Father, thank you for you've given us the world. You've given us Langata, you've given us Nairobi, you've given us Kenya. Yes, you are in charge of us. You are in charge of this charge that you've given to us. You are in charge of everything that we do. Level for us. Yes, you're leading us now. You're showing us the way. Everywhere we go, we're champions in your world. Successful witnesses. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mashala Basson Telegosufra de Kistos Kashalabande, Masufra de Kisufra Delikistosalagabaha, Masakabaha, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Thank God. If you just receive the Holy Ghost, can you let me know? Praise God. Father, we thank you.
Praise the Lord. So the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life makes you more than a man. You may still look, talk, and walk the same way, but you have become his living tabernacle. You have become more than a man as the very life and power of God now dwells in you. Now dwells in you. Now that you have the Holy Ghost, you are set on a course that you must follow. So number two, why speak in other tongues? Speaking in tongues builds you up. So when you're born again and filled with the Holy Ghost, the power of God comes to reside in you. This power is triggered off or set in motion when you speak in other tongues. In 1 Corinthians 14, verse 4, the first part says, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. So as you speak in tongues, you are edified. Hallelujah. As you speak in tongues, you are edified. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. As you speak in tongues, you are edified. And the Greek word translated edifieth is oikodome, which means to construct or build up, to embolden or charge up like you would charge a battery. This scripture is therefore telling us that the one who's speaks in an unknown tongue, builds himself up like an edifice. He emboldens himself and charges himself like a battery. Spend time to speak in other So now we see that speaking in tongues is good for you. You are actually doing this for yourself. So as you speak in tongues, oh, In Jude chapter 1, verse 20, it says, But ye beloved, building up yourself, he gave you the body, he gave you the mouth, he gave you, so give you his life. And now he gave you the Holy Spirit, his own spirit to live in you. And he gave you the ability to speak in tongues. So all you need to do is just open your mouth and let God keep lifting you. As Pastor Chris has said, his life is always one way only, upwards and forwards. And that is because of, he knows that he's been speaking in tongues, speaking in tongues. So as he speaks in tongues, he rises. He sees visions. He sees what he needs to do for the next level. So when he speaks in tongues, when you speak in tongues, you are charging yourself in the spirit and are stirring up the power of God resident within you. So then strength comes and the glory of God is revealed in your life. So if you are weak in your Christian life, as you speak in other tongues, the power of God that has laid dormant within you will be stirred up and you'll be strengthened to do the things of God again. So speaking in other tongues coupled with the confessions of the word will make you a spiritual giant. Hallelujah. Oh, shalaba santa haya. That means... You being a spiritual giant is not dependent on anyone else but you. I mean, look at Paul in, 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 this is so inspiring for me. This is so inspiring for me because Paul was not among the disciples of Jesus. Paul was not among the disciples of Jesus, but he got something that no one else got. I'm a special grace in his life. A special grace in his life. Oh, shalaba son teke bahaya. And that's what we will receive in our church. That's what we see in our church. A special grace, a custom grace just for us, for growth, for 
expansion for us akalama suntele gebahaya zele bro sunte ki braka suntele gason fra asfiskishalamande oh shalabahaya oh zalaka basunta we will grow, we will expand on every side. And yes, it will be by the power of the Spirit of God. It will be by His Spirit leading us because we will give ourselves to prayer. We will give ourselves to the Word. We will give ourselves to praying in the Holy Ghost every day. Hallelujah. That's our life. Look at Paul in the Bible in First Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 18. He says, that I thank my God. I speak with tongues more than you all. I mean, telling a whole church that he spoke in tongues more than all of them. What? That um, meant something that he spoke in tongues a lot, a lot. He spent so much time to speak in tongues. And it's so important, so important, hallelujah, that we spend time not just like, um, as Pastor was explaining in powerful change, it was a powerful change. It's like when you're trying to start a car. Actually, it was high life, Benin. Um, he, he said, if you're trying to start a car, um, some cars you need to cha- you need to charge them, but others you just press a button and you're on, you're going. And is be- and when you speak in tongues, when when you find yourself that you can't speak in tongues, you have to train yourself to speak in tongues. You have to train yourself to speak in tongues. It's just so important. It's just so important that the Holy Ghost will guide us to talk about this because He wants us to be chanced. That men will look at us and wonder. They, they will be amazed. Oh, my Bahaya. When we tell them that we started church this year, they will say it's a lie. Because why? We put these principles to work. So as you speak in tongues, you are building yourself up. You're recharging yourself like a battery on a charger. So when you speak in other tongues, you're not just mouthing some religious gibberish, but declaring mysteries in the spirit. You're speaking words that will change your whole world. Praise the Lord. So, as you speak in tongues, number one is it builds you up. It builds you up. Then number two, it emboldens you. You might say, I don't know um, how to preach. I don't know how to stand before a crowd. He, he, didn't, he didn't ask for you to know how to speak before a crowd. He wanted you to be available and to do what he's told you to do. And that is to speak in tongues, go to the word of God, stay there. I mean, we have Pastor Chris Digital Library. Make sure you have it. Follow the Rhapsody of Realities, um, the Bible reading, the, the devotional. Just stay with us. Praise God. It says, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, edifieth himself. That's First Corinthians 14 verse 4. Remember that one of the meanings of edifieth is emboldened. So he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, emboldens himself. So speaking in tongues is, is, is a solution to fear and timidity. If you ever become timid about anything, speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. So important that you speak in tongues. So as a Christian, know that God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. You see that in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. So activate the power within you by spending time speaking in other tongues. It works. It works. It works. Hallelujah. So sometime in 2001, Pastor Chris was preaching a message titled, Power for Change. Hallelujah. Um, I want you to see what I'm reading so you can follow. Hallelujah. 
So remember that one of the meanings of, okay, sometime in 2001, as Pastor Chris was preaching a message titled Power for Change, and in that teaching, he told the congregation never to be afraid. He told them, you have more power inside you than everyone who's of the world. So don't be afraid of kidnappers. If you ever get kidnapped, don't be afraid of them. Don't beg, don't negotiate. Let them take you. Sit there with them and say, let's go. As, you would, as they're taking you away, speak in other tongues. Before long, they'll be the ones begging you. By the time you're speaking in those tongues, you're actually saying, I claim these ones for Jesus Christ. They may tell you, shut up or else, but don't respond in English. Reply them in other tongues. So as you speak, your angels will take their positions and you'll be victorious. Hallelujah. Shortly after he preached the message, a young lady in the church who had it was kidnapped. She later testified that as her kidnappers were taking her away, she remembered this message and she just blew up speaking in tongues. They threatened her several times to keep shut or they would kill her, but she said she couldn't contain herself anymore. She spoke in tongues even louder. And as she did, she became bolder in spite of her desperation. The next thing she knew, the kidnapper stopped the car, opened the doors and fled. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. I mean, this reminds me of something that happened actually last year after a program in this zone. There was a lady who was kidnapped and she started speaking in tongues. Do you know how it ended? The guy went and dropped him at the stage and gave him money to go home. Same thing happened this, this, this same year, 2001, to a director, praise the Lord. He was also kidnapped that same year. And God brought, um, um, it, was, it, was such, it was so dramatic. It was so dramatic. But as he was speaking in tongues, speaking in tongues, speaking in tongues, and now they were brought before a gun. Azro director, Pastor Shijidara. And at this point, as, um, he, he got something inside him. He, he just said that that thing you're looking for is inside the car. Then they rushed, got into the car, and they sped away and left them. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. This just shows how important the Holy Ghost is in our lives and how we must involve him by speaking in tongues. So speaking in tongues stops all fear. It emboldens you and builds up your inner man so strong that you'll have the dominion over all your adversaries. Hallelujah. 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 Then number three, it empowers you to preach. It empowers you to preach. I had a nine-year-old, Pastor Chris says, he had a nine-year-old say, he began speaking in tongues when he couldn't preach the word of God to his classmates at school. He said when he started speaking in tongues, he became bold. Then when he went to school, he preached to all his mates. Age has nothing to do with it. This was this was a nine-year-old boy speaking in tongues. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So there are no limitations as to what the Spirit of God can do in your life today if you would spend some quality time to speak in other tongues. He's not a respecter of persons. What is done for one, he'll do for another under the same circumstances. So he empowers you to preach. I mean, how would you explain a preaching in buses, preaching in prisons, preaching in hospitals and every day always preaching the gospel wherever i am hallelujah like for example when i was um this year 
when I, I was met with those robbers, I wasn't feeling like I should run, I should be afraid. I was thinking like, man, if I'd met these guys earlier, or if I had the opportunity, these guys could give their lives to Christ. They're so young. And imagine, and that's, those are people who were shooting me, beating me up. And at that specific point, God saved my life. I was speaking in tongues. When I started speaking in tongues after they had shot me, I was on the ground. Well, um, then the Holy Ghost showed me a vision that they wanted to shoot me by my side, my rib, twice. Then I saw a light. And I remember that when people die, they say that they saw a light. So I say, I refuse to die. I stood up. Oh my God. They had hit my, 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 the back of my head so many times for me to lose consciousness. But because I have the Holy Ghost, I don't lose. I, I don't die. No, the Holy Ghost gives me what to do. He knows what to do. Then as I stood up, I gave them something from my pocket. I believe it was my phone. Then this is what God used for them to leave me, to go away. Praise God. I mean, it was so instant. They just left me. They just got on the bike and went away. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Then the next point is, it charges you up. So when you speak in other tongues, you charge your spirit. This is a quick charge. Um... Because your spirit responds very quickly. It only takes a few minutes and suddenly the anointing is started within you and you are turned into another man. Back in the Old Testament, every time the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost came upon Samson, he was changed from an ordinary man into a man of superhuman strength. All it took was a moment for that change to occur. The Bible recalls in one instance that he took the doors of the gate of the city and the two posts and went away with them, bar and all, and put them upon his shoulders and carried them up to the top of an hill that is before Hebron. That's Judges chapter 16, verse 3. And Samson, Samson was so charged that he was able to do what was otherwise humanly impossible. So if this happened in the Old Testament, when the Holy Spirit could only come upon a person for a period of time to enable him accomplish a God-given purpose. How much more now that he has come to abide with us forever. And he has come to live with us forever. Now he charges up us up every day. The number three, um, chapter three actually, is tongues, a New Testament experience. Speaking in tongues is a New Testament experience. So speaking in tongues belongs in the New Testament. The Old Testament folks couldn't speak in tongues, but we in the New Testament can and we should. In the Old Testament, they couldn't be born again because Jesus Christ hadn't yet come to die in our place. And the New Covenant hadn't been consummated. Imagine this. I mean, David couldn't speak in tongues. And all that he had done, I mean, David was not, was not mentioned anywhere before. David, um, David was not mentioned anywhere before in the Bible. There was no prophecy about David. But David loved the Lord. He gave himself in commitment to worshiping the Lord. That, he, that God talk, talked about David, that he is a man after my own heart. I mean, God had to take him of the wilderness into straight into the palace. And, he's, and until God said that he will establish his kingdom forever, until God's own son had to pass through David's lineage. Oh my God. And this is a man who couldn't speak in tongues. Now that we have 
the ability to speak in tongues. We must cause things to happen. I mean, we must cause things to happen. We must move God's heart in a direction. I mean, cause the Holy Ghost to just, and the Holy Ghost loves where he's welcomed. He loves to stay. We will see miracles. We will see the power of God like never before in our midst. I mean, after spending 12 hours praying in the Holy Ghost, then Sister Eva and Sister Avante appeared. What do you call that? That's speaking in tongues. Praise God. Hallelujah. And she's right here with us. Oh, my Kalaba. So we speak in tongues more than ever before. We speak in tongues more than ever before. And we see, I mean, it's already started working. Now we see a greater increase, a greater move. And um, I, I, I'd like you to listen to the message I preached on Facebook Live. It's the river that flows. I was explaining this um, so well. So when you speak in tongues from Ezekiel chapter 47, see, when you start speaking in tongues, and it's, it's just a small territory. Of course, he who's faithful in little is also faithful in much. So David was trusted in, in, in the wilderness. Then he was lifted at one step. Then he took it. The next step, he took it. The next step, he took it. Praise God. So that's what we're going to do this year. And we're going to see. Now that the Holy Ghost has given us these words, he's put these words in us. He's emphasizing to us that we must speak in tongues a lot. He wants us to speak in tongues a lot. As a church, we will spend our time. I mean, this should be a testimony that I thank my God. We speak in tongues more than anyone else. I, I, I know for sure I speak in tongues more than any other um, young person I've met in my life. I know for sure. Everywhere I've gone, they can't keep they can't keep up. That shows what God has given us. It's so it's so it's so important. That means He has given us the zeal to do. And now that God has brought you to us in Christ Embassy Langata, Youth Church. Also, you the same grace will flow into you. You find that you speak in tongues more than anyone you've met in your life. You find that you are winning souls more than anyone you've met. You know, it, 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 just, it just causes you to do. As it builds you up, it causes you to preach the gospel. I mean, you can't sleep unless you preach to someone, unless you've led someone to Christ. Ah, oh my God. So remember, tongues are imparted when they recreated human spirit by the Holy Spirit when he fills an individual. It's a spiritual language which you cannot learn with your mind. So with this spiritual language, you can communicate in the spirit realm with God and his holy angels. In, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 2, it says, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God, for no man understandeth him. Hallelujah. This just reminds me of what Pastor Chris was teaching us at camp last year. He said there's a kind of prosperity that God wants to give you. And that prosperity will only come by you praying in the Holy Ghost. The kind of prosperity that God wants for you will only come to you when you spend time praying in the Holy Ghost. Remember that we read earlier at the beginning that man is a spirit and he lives in a body. It is through this body... It is through this body, his house, that he's able to contact the physical or earth realm. So however, he contacts the spirit realm with his spirit and for the recreated human spirit to communicate effectively in that realm, 
He requires a spiritual language. Sometimes when you speak in other tongues, you are actually giving signals and instructions to the spirit. That's causing angels to start functioning on your behalf. In the Old Testament, the only light thrown on the subject of speaking in tongues was what the prophet Isaiah said in Isaiah chapter 28 from verse 10 to 12. For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line. Here little and there little. For with some lips and another tongue will he speak to his people. To whom he said, this is a rest wherewith he may cause the way to rest. And this is a refreshing, yet they will not hear. Though the people of the Old Testament never expressed it. What the prophet said gives us a better understanding of what speaking in tongues does in the New Testament. He was talking about something he had never seen or experienced before and had no way of describing but by the Spirit of God. In verse 12, God was speaking through the prophet Isaiah that his stammering lips and another language is a rest wherewith the weary should receive rest. And says, and refreshing. But he said the people wouldn't be, believe it. And true to his prophecy, when it came, they didn't believe it. Sad to say, some Christians today still don't believe in speaking in other tongues. So if you're one of them, let me point out here that you're not, believe, you're not believing in it. doesn't make it wrong to you. But of Christians who say that speaking in tongues wasn't given to anybody. I mean, you can't talk, you can't say that it's wrong to speak in tongues. You've never speak, spoken in tongues. Is, I mean, you are not qualified to give us an opinion about speaking in tongues. Because look at this, this look at it this way. If a scientist tells you that, the, that, that, that bacteria exists or a virus exists, then you say it doesn't exist. And you, you're not a scientist. Then he gives you a microscope. We give you the word of God. Then, and the, what's it called? He says, when you see through the microscope, you are able to see the bacteria, however small it is. If you see through the microscope, you can see the virus, however small it is, or the germ or the cell. But it, what if you say you don't want to use the microscope? You want to use wood. You want to use metal to see. You will not see it. And therefore, in that scenario, you will count yourself right. So anyone who is actually, who, who has any, any, any right in speaking in tongues, is also do. Because no one who speaks in tongues ever complains about speaking in tongues because they've seen, they've seen it work in their lives. They've seen it produce in their lives. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And one thing that you must know, you as a light of the world, you must shine your light. Don't let the world come and tell you things. No, you are the light. I mean, when he said go into all the world and, and disciple them, that means what you have is much better than what is in the world. This speaking in tongues, they don't have it. We have it. So we are the ones mandated in taking the gospel to them. Hallelujah. So even for the one who wants to live the authentic, dynamic, and victorious Christian life, receiving the Holy Ghost and speaking in other tongues is not an option. Nobody can live the real Christian life successfully without the Holy Ghost. So without the Holy Ghost, you can only have empty religion. And now in our last chapter for this book, it says, which is greater, praying in your understanding or praying in tongues? We see that in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. So during one of the Night of Bliss's meetings, 
they held in 2002, he asked how many people here don't believe in speaking in tongues. It was a large crowd of thousands of people and just a few hands went up. And he spotted a young man, a young lady among them and told them to come forward. He asked them why they didn't believe in speaking in tongues. And they both gave the same answer because they don't understand it and they can't speak a language and they, they don't understand. But the fact that you don't understand is proof positive is from God. That's what the word of God says, he answered back. Then he read this scripture in First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14 to them. And they were convinced. I asked, he asked them to receive the Holy Spirit and the ability to speak with other tongues. And as the crowd looked on, they were gloriously filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues, in other tongues. So when you speak or pray in an unknown language, you don't have to understand what you're saying because the words come from your spirit. And at that time, you understand, your understanding, that is your mind, it has no part in it. It has no part in it. The Living Bible says, same verse, it says, for if I pray in a language I don't understand, my spirit is praying but I don't know what I'm saying. So the words don't go through your mind. They come straight from your spirit and out of your mouth. And you can't understand them except the Holy Ghost opens your understanding. And you will if you ask him. So it has been my observation that many Christians prefer to pray in the language they understand rather than in other tongues. But that is the lesser of the two. The Apostle Paul says, said, I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with the understanding of This script understanding is also praying with the understanding is it also. It is a less of the two. The greater one is praying with the spirit, which is praying in other tongues. So before you pray in English or any other language you've learned, pray fast in the Holy Ghost. It is better to pray in other tongues than to pray in English or any other known language. For then you are speaking forth mysteries in the realm of the spirit. So those mysteries are the answers to your questions and the wisdom you require to into your understanding where they can profitable to you when you recitation. So tongues prophesy. Speak in tongues until you prophesy. Because so Chris said in, in a people of prophecy that we are a people of prophecy. Christ embassy came up through prophecies and we have seen so many prophecies come in um, concerning us, concerning our church, concerning this youth church, concerning the nation of Kenya. And all these things are just attributed to what God wants to do. Hallelujah. But we have to speak in tongues. We have to prophesy until we establish God's will in the earth. It says, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies himself. But he that prophesies edifies the church. I owe that he all speak with tongues. But rather that he prophesied, for greater is he that prophesies than he that speak with tongues, except he interpret that the church may receive edifying. So, speaking in tongues, Includes praying, 
to prophesy, to speak God's word with power. So sometimes as you're praying, I mean, the word can just come forth. I am with you. I'm with you. And that's your prophecy. That's what you're going to use. Hallelujah. Like um, I was praying two weeks ago, and the Spirit of God says, said, all men seek thee. All men seek thee. All men seek thee. The whole week, all men seek thee. Then he brought it and um, stepped closer last week when he showed me first Quran verse 23 to 24. He said, and th then this Solomon, I put my name there. Then this prince was was um, was richer and had much more wisdom than everybody else in the earth. And all people and everyone sought him for his wisdom. Hallelujah! That's our life. That's what we are going to be on this planet. As Christ embassy used church language, we're going to distinguish ourselves because we're going to give ourselves to the Holy Ghost. No, we are not those who say no when the Holy Ghost comes and tells us to do anything. No, we are after the Holy Ghost. I mean, I can leave anything, anything, anything for what the Holy Ghost tells me to do. I, 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 but I tell you stories of what I've sacrificed, sacrificed for me to be here. Mm -hmm. You know, in Christendom, it is what you have lost. It is your sacrifice. Your, 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 your height is known by, by your depth. I mean, in this nation, we, we are... I was walking in the city center and then someone says he has dreamt about me and my name appeared to him in a dream. Then he was called from Lagos and he received another call from the United States of America. You see the ministry of angels. So I, before then, I, I didn't think that anything like that would, could happen, although I had prophesied. I didn't think that that's how it would have happened. But it happened. Someone I didn't know at all. And then he now told me, that your steps are ordered of the Lord. Now he was testifying of me that my steps are ordered of the Lord. Hallelujah. That's our story in, in Christ Embassy Youth Church Langata. The Bible says the one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in, uh, in tongues, except the one speaking in tongues interprets. So in other words, speaking in tongues plus the interpretation of the tongues spoken equals prophecy. But if there's no interpretation and you're just speaking in tongues, prophecy is greater and better because it edifies the church. So speaking in tongues, on its own edifies only the person speaking in tongues. That's, we see that in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 6 to 7. It says, How bait we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, mature, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world that come to naught, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Pastor Chris was explaining this to us last year at Easter Youth Camp in South Africa. He was saying that esoteric, um, esoteric, that Oh, oh God, that's another subject on its own. We're going to deal with that another day. So we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. That is, uh, it's actually here. In esoteric language, the word of God is the wisdom of an educated don't know what that means. It won't make sense to the natural man because I'm speaking the wisdom of God in a mystery and he can't understand. And you know, the fact that God has brought you here you have been brought into God's own chosen. I mean, it's like it's, um, Musterion, a, 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 a kind of people that God has chosen for this end time to reach many young people. I mean, out of 60 million Kenyans, 40 million of them are young people. And that God has given to us. But we have to activate our spirits, activate our spirits, praying in other tongues. He says it stimulates your spirit it activates your spirit in first corinthians chapter 14 
verse 14 and 15 says, For if I pray in a known tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. So Paul shows us which is also praying with the understanding. Praise the Lord. And he said, if I pray in an unknown means praying in tongues is a recreated human spirit's prayer. That is where the power is in praying in the Holy Ghost. Read the next scripture in verse, um, in the Amplified Version, which we saw earlier. For one who speaks in a known tongue, that's First Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 2, speaks not to men but to God. For no one understands or catches his meaning because in the Holy Spirit, in the Holy Spirit, he utters, he utters secret truths and hidden things, not obvious to the understanding. You see, when you speak in tongues, you are not talking to men, but to God. You're speaking mysteries, secret truths, hidden things that are not obvious to the understanding. When you speak in other tongues, secret truths and realities are being revealed. There are times when you may not know what to do. You may need an idea, a business plan, a plan for your family or our Plan for speaking other tongues, truths will be revealed to you as me, as the scripture has said. Out of his bellies, out of my belly, flows rivers of living water. So when you when those thoughts of or words well up in you, you receive secret truths from God. So when you speak in other tongues, the worldly people may laugh at you because they don't understand what's going on. And they may think you're a fool. But thank God, the Bible says he has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. So when you speak in other tongues, you will have results that will amaze, confuse, and mystify the world around you. They will not be able to fathom how you came about your success. Glory to God. Glory to God. And now that God has chosen us to live this successful life, God has chosen us to live this successful life. I'd like us to go ahead and spend some time to pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother Adrian, um, yes, increase grace, increased ability, increased wisdom, increased knowledge. Yes, we will win. We will win because we give ourselves to the ministry of the Holy Ghost. We will spend time to pray in the Holy Ghost. Yes, this Christ Embassy Youth Church Langata was preferred, was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him. And you know, a church has a soul, a church has a spirit. An excellence, excellence. That's what we are in Christ Embassy. Excellence. Excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. That means God has increased our territory, God has increased our reach, God has increased us. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! And lastly, just a reminder of what God told me. First Chronicles chapter 10, from verse 23 to 24 says, So King Solomon exceeded all the kings of the earth for riches and for wisdom. So, Prince, you can put your name there. So, Christ Embassy, his church, Langata, exceeded all the kings or the peoples every person in this earth for riches and for wisdom and all the earth sought to us and the, all the earth sought to me to hear the wisdom which god has put in my heart hallelujah hallelujah Oh, praise God. And Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your ability. Thank you for you have made us wise. You have made us wise. And we are winning many to Christ, holding them into salvation. Yes, there's more zeal for us to pray in the Holy Ghost. Yes, we 
Thank you for the ministry of angels is at work in our lives, causing us to see what we need to see, causing many coming to Christ like never before. We see an influx of souls. Yes, the blindfulness of the devil is removed in their lives. Yes, from today, the, the whole realm is given to us. All the young people are given to us in this nation. And we recognize the opportunities. We see the opportunities. Thank you for teaching us the word tonight. Thank you for giving us your presence, your spirit to be with us, to guide us, to teach us, and to show us the way that we should go. Yes, we walk in an, in an increased fellowship. We, we recognize his presence with us. And we walk with him every day in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. So thank you so, so much for joining us tonight. God bless you all. I love you. Have a blessed night. God bless you.